Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Tara's Daily Rant. Hey, Lee. Hey there, Tara. So remember uh, last week at news, upstate Catholic school students were kicked out of the Smithsonian. Yep, yep, from the Greenville Catholic School, yeah. Yep, for wearing that pro-life, those pro-life beanies. Yeah. And the folks at the Smithsonian acted like, oh, wow, no, we totally, that was a mistake. That was just some poorly trained employees. Don't worry, we retrained them, and now they understand that they're not supposed to discriminate against pro-life people against non-liberals. They, uh, this is just an isolated incident and don't even worry about it. There's no hostility toward conservatives in the federal government. Well, that was just Smithsonian, right? So there's a lawsuit pending on that one. It also happened at the National Archives. Oh, really? Same thing. Yep. Same thing. You know the National Archives, the people who... By the way, this I documented this on a podcast yesterday. This is very stunning what the National Archives have done here. I mean, they have literally become an accessory to the Joe Biden classified documents crime. Yeah. And it's incredible when you look at the timeline. They're literally joining the FBI, you know, in instigating that raid, going through the documents, treating Donald Trump as a criminal. At the same time, they are, um, within the same two-month period, they are going back and forth with Joe Biden's attorney. Asking, hey, listen, since y'all found illegal classified material at the Penn Biden Center, can we come in and just get the rest? Can we just come in? You know what? That, that is removing the evidence from the scene of the crime. Did they contact the FBI to join them as they did with Trump? Kick the doors in, show up with long guns, flashing sirens, pre on right? No, 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 no. They went in there and got the classified document. Which ones? I don't know. How many crimes did those classified documents represent? How many felonies are we talking? Don't know. They carted them off. 
like what this was, they got cut. This was a Freedom of Information Act request of the National Archives. They got cut. They cleaned up Joe Biden's crime scene. Yeah, this was a cover up. Yeah, cover up they, they cleaned it up without going to the FBI. This just came out. We just found this out, okay? They cleaned it up. When did they do this? November 7th, right before the election. So you wouldn't find out about it. While the same National Archives was treating you to, uh, you know, round-the-clock coverage oh, yeah. of the Trump raid. Yeah. But when it comes to Biden, they don't even notify the FBI. That is, and I wish our side could take the next step. That is accessory to Biden's crime. That is what this federal agency does, is doing, okay? That National Archives, those people, they just apologized after telling visitors to cover pro-life clothes. They were wearing pro-life clothes with pro-life messages because there was the, you know, the, the walk for life. Right, yeah. They had to cover pro-life clothes in order. Are you ready for the for the punchline? No. To be allowed in to see an original copy of the Bill of Rights. And I want to point out one more time, though. This is not people just randomly showed up at some place no. wearing pro-life messaging. This was during the time when the March for Life was going on in Washington, D.C., yes. our nation's capital, that even conservatives have a right to be in. And uh, this this happened when they were there attending that. And, of course, if they'd been attending this, they would have pro-life messaging attire on. That does not seem surprising nor uh, antagonistic or divisive, does it? Well, wait till you hear this. Because there was the March for Life, right, there is always a counter-protest oh, at course. the March yeah. to Life yeah. by leftists. Yeah. Um, and so there were also a lot of people milling around at the National Archives wearing pro-choice t-shirts with pro-choice messages they were recorded photographed you know videoed by the pro-life people who got kicked out Mm -hmm. those people wearing shirts that said my body my choice and pro-choice were freely walking around of course they were not bothered by the employees of the national archives at all So Wendy Lee Lassiter, a law law student at uh, Liberty University, Virginia, was wearing a black sweatshirt that read, I am the post-Roe generation law students for life. And she visited the National Archives with fellow students. Two security guards approached her saying she was, quote, disturbing the peace because her sweatshirt will incite others and cause a disturbance. They wouldn't let her see the Bill of Rights. (laughs) Which gives her the right to oh, walk around grief. in that shirt. Oh, that's that's priceless right there. So, and she was leading a group of high school students. Um, and they all had to take their pro-life clothes off um, or be kicked out. While the other visitors, and again, this was on January 20th because they were counter-protesters, were allowed to freely walk around uh, with their shirts. Listen to what... Uh, would disqualify you from being at the National Archives and seeing the Bill of Rights. If if one of the shirts said, life is a human right. Uh, Yeah, that's straight out of the Bill of Rights. A security guard specifically instructed her that she could not be wearing anything pro-life. She must cover her shirt that read, life is a human right, until she left the chamber. And she was also told to take a pro-love is the new pro-life button off her bag. So now there's a lawsuit against them. But here's my point. 
that was the National Archives. The Upstate Catholics group that made national news, that was the Smithsonian. Two federal agencies. Same response. Because mm-hmm. they were at the, the local group from here in Greenville, they were at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum. Right. They were literally mocked by museum staff who declared the facility to be a neutral zone where, I guess, constitutional rights don't apply, and they could not wear pro-life hats. Okay, there are no neutral zones for... First Amendment, no. No, that's that's not a thing. So the Smithsonian apologized for the incident. They're still getting hit with a lawsuit. Good. Um, and now the lawsuit has been extended to the National Archives. Lee, this just shows you the absolute deliberate systemic weaponization right. of the federal government yeah, against Christians. Yeah, against if you are not with the approved narrative, nope. then you are sans- silenced and canceled. That's it. And and this this is just an, another of the endless examples of this going on with this uh, this federal bureaucracy. And that doesn't count what we started the show with today. I'm still reeling from this. Uh, lawsuit by um, unvaccinated workers for the city of New York. And in the process of discovery, they learned that New York City turned over their names, social security numbers, and fingerprints to the FBI for being unvaccinated. That they were put in state and federal criminal databases and they're having trouble getting new jobs because they can't pass background checks because they keep getting hits. All for the crime. You'll find this nowhere in the statutes, the crime of being unvaccinated. So the question this morning is, uh, the FBI is keeping a database of unvaccinated people, politically persecuting them by putting them on this criminal registry so they can't get jobs. Is that going on anywhere else? I bet it is. Oh. I bet New York's not alone. Yeah. I bet the FBI's got a nice long list of the unvaccinated. I wonder what they're going to do with that. I'll bet Gavin Newsom has got his enemies list going, too. Oh, I'm sure. You know, there, there's a great, you know, woke state that I'm sure will be uh, uh, continuing to persecute conservatives in any shape, form, or fashion. I mean, I am now struggling to keep track of all the political persecution and violation, illegal political pers- persecution by the FBI. I can't even, I, I mean, every day there's a new article. I can't even keep up with it all. I don't know how they have time to do it all, although Lindsey Graham did help them with the extra $100 million they got in their budget. That'll help. There'll be plenty of persecution provided for that. And I didn't even get to where I meant to go in this segment. And where was that? Well, the State Department has been censoring a list of news sites uh, that contain non-left-wing news. In other words, that are not part of the approved but usually wrong mainstream media narrative. Is our website on it? No, darn it. We need to try harder. I'm, I'm sorry. You just got to try harder. Yeah, we haven't been doing a, enough no, to, clearly. Uh, to delete the uh, liberal progressive agenda on our website. No, I'm sorry. News site, we try to be as objective as possible. No, but on that, um, New York Post, founded by Alexander Hamilton, the original big news daily of this country, now cannot be monetized, according to the State Department which uses your taxpayer dollars increasingly to censor news sources. I don't even say conservatives. I don't even think the New York Post is conservative. It's just they're willing to question the narrative. Yeah, they're not They're not going to um, bow down to the left-wing narrative and uh, when it is deserving of some criticism or 
you know, exposure. And, of course, they'll, they'll do the same thing for the most part, I, I believe, on the, the anyone on the right as well. By the way, the State Department is using the national security concern of disinformation. That's why the New York Post has to be censored by the federal government. I'm going to tell you how they do it. Listen to this. Think about this, Lee. The New York Post, one of well, the only publication to get the Hunter Biden laptop story, right? All the others were disinformers. And they also got the Trump-Russia collusion story. That was a hoax. They got that right, too. And yet they are being censored by the federal government for disinformation? What do you hear how with your tax dollars? Coming up next. Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 106.3 WORD and the Odyssey app.